We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike. And she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu. How you doing, buddy? He Good is great. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 185 for September 11th, 2023. And our feature topic this week is our first listener questions episode. Thank so. you to everybody who gave us something to actually talk about this episode. You guys really came home on this. I was scared we were going to have like a five-minute episode and be done. Yeah. yeah, we got some really fun questions, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so we'll get into that in just a moment. But first, we have some cheddar from the Big Cheese. I'm going to start us off, and mine isn't so much cheddar as it is a quick... 50,000 foot view of what we enjoyed about the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. We enjoyed it a lot. When we first got there, it was pouring rain. Oh, God. <laughs> it seems like every time oh we go there, gosh, it's pouring rain. <laughs> but Hey, it, it helps. Yeah, it was, it was the kind of rain where everybody gets wet. I was a Jungle Cruise skipper. So I was experiencing the front side and the back side of water <laughs> quite a Mommy bit. Mommy was the tightrope walker girl, so she had her umbrella. Oh, and me, I had, I had the little Sith hood to cover my head and my face from getting wet. So we understood the assignment. We were That's good. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, y'all. But um, we did eat at the plaza before the party started, and that was a good meal. Um, I had the um, it's like open it's like an open face pot roast mm-hmm. um, with Texas toast and whatnot. It was really good. I had but, loaded fries and they were the most delicious things I've ever eaten. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, when I first started and we first went through the the line for your initial, because of the rain, they were pushing it back over by Tomorrowland Terrace. Um, and the first thing we got was a was a thing of M&M's. A full size bag of fudge brownie M&M's. Right. Yum. But it was but it was like it was like we had went to a convenience store. It wasn't like a bag of goodies like they normally do. Yeah. And and I was a little worried. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, are they cheating us out of candy?" But uh, I'm going to nope. tell you, we went through so many candy stations and they were using scoops. To scoop candy into people's bags, and yeah. we probably probably got twenty pounds of candy That's when all was said and So there was candy, candy, and more candy. And then the last thing we did before we left is uh, we were watching the second um, Booty You Parade, and um, and it was really good. Cindy and I sat over by the plaza again at the tables outside. And we mm-hmm. had a really good view of it. Cindy, mm-hmm. uh, Sophie and Jagan and Sheila and Randy were up in um, at the at the hub. At um, the partner statue. Yeah, we oh, had nice. a perfect view. And they had a great view for recording 
Um, I didn't yeah. need to record it. I just wanted to enjoy it. So we I didn't did, record it either. But it was really good. And we both had great spots. Um, and um, everyone except Sheila and I, um, we, we did virtual queue for Tron. And they did Tron. And it was the first time that Jagan and Randy had ever ridden it. And they really liked it. Yay. Jagan was so scared to start out, but it was so fun. I can't wait to ride it. And Daddy, you know something? What? When we first read, rode Tron, we went through the lightning lane. There is an entire part of that queue with an interactive pre-show and everything that you missed. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's I okay. Think you should try it again. Yeah. As long as an interact as long as the virtual queue doesn't mean an extra hour waiting in line like it did for guardians that time okay. <laughs> that's why i didn't want to do a virtual queue um well yeah but they had a, they had a lot of fun with that we did you know normal rise we did pirates we did haunted mansion mm-hmm. um and we just and we saw the did the, you do um, the jungle cruise no, I'm afraid did not do the jungle you cruise. but you would have been the star of the show. I know, I know. I know. And Aww. people were commenting about my skipper uniform all night Cute. long. The cast members kept saying, How did you get how'd they release you from having to work? And I'm like, Hey, I'm on break. They called oh. him a slacker, <laughs> they called me a slacker. But then the funniest thing it. was, we were, we were going through the um candy station over by um tortuga tavern no the one um over by by um by columbia harbor house oh and the and the cast member said hey you got any jokes and i looked at her and i said no (laughs) hey you came back (laughs) to her though my brain froze and i'm like no, I don't have it. She started laughing. She's like, that was good. <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> oh, well, you yeah. came back to her with a but good joke, and I remember I, what it was. I did remember. I did come back with a joke. I remember one, and I came back to her, and the joke, Brenda, is one of the dad jokes. Hey, and, it's perfect for Halloween, though. And, and And the joke is, my wife wants to know why I'm being cremated. And and you go why and and I say why because then I'll have a smoking hot body. Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. It's one oh of the only dad jokes he said that's made me laugh. That's funny. So anyway, so I told it to her. She said I qualified as a skipper. Yay! <laughs> but All right, anyway, then. but we had a lot of fun and. We did. And it was just it was just a great night and we were there all night. We got home probably 1:30 in the morning or something. And um, I will say I think that rain really helped. I think it helped because otherwise the night would have been so humid and warm yeah. and sticky. Not only that, but the rain made um they you know, they do dry ice and everything to make it look spooky, but mm-hmm. the rain really added to it and it really looked like a like a real halloween party That's because neat. of that rain so yeah. it was so it was a good it was a good night we had a lot of fun awesome. um and i'm glad we did it so all so right anyway. well is it my turn now it's your turn because Sorry. i got some huge news huge yeah. for me at least september 13th two 
days, people. Elemental is coming to Disney Plus. And for those of you who are like, Sophie, why on earth are you excited about that? Let me tell you something. On the international box office, Elemental has surpassed across the Spider-Verse. It is not the flop you thought it was. It is an underrated masterpiece. It's a good movie. I can't believe it's already coming out on Disney Plus. It's still at the theater. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't That's seen funny. it in our area at all. So That's funny. I think but, it's hanging yeah. on too long, but still, it's still the theater here. Hey, well, it good. is surpassing all expectations, okay? I'm happy about it. We saw some <laughs> elemental characters. We did. Um, dressed up. Some people dressed up as elemental characters at the party. It's, it was kind of cool. It was cute. Awesome. All right, Brenda, you talk, and I have show and tell while you talk. All right. Well, speaking of many witch waffle Sundays, oh, were we? Oh, well, we are now. We are now. They can be found at Disney Springs, the mini mm-hmm. witch waffle Sunday. It's $8.99. Mike is right now showing a picture. It's so cute. Ooh. It looks tasty. It's filled with chocolate soft serve, orange sauce, chocolate cream cookies, candy corn, and chocolate sticks. Oh. We did a fun thing last night. I ordered this. I ordered a grocery order yesterday, and I got this uh, bag of candy corn that has six different um, flavors of candy corn in it and butch and i sat in the living room last night and closed our eyes and did like the bean boozle thing where you kind of guess the flavor uh-huh. and we guessed the flavor of these candy corns man i was in sugar shock before i went to sleep i had problems all night long <laughs> more candy corn for you and daddy aunt brenda i cannot I love stand candy it corn. I, love I love candy corn it is so sugary god it's horrible eat, but still yeah eat your fill you guys i Thank do you. not like candy corn <laughs> yeah i like she it she doesn't she doesn't i don't i think that mini witch waffle sunday looks cute though and it looks tasty it does yeah. look cute, but once you told me what it had in it, I was you can pick the like, candy corn out. You can pick the candy corn out, honey. Yeah. It's only I think it's those two pieces that were on the yeah. picture. I think mm. that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it was eight ninety nine. Yeah, that's so good. I thought for for a big snack like that, and that's something that you might share. Even I thought well, that it's that, unique. Yeah, I didn't think it was too bad. So I agree. Anyway. That's our cheddar from the big cheese and our not so scary recap. And it is now time to talk about your questions. Yay. It's time Yay. for our first listener questions episode. So we posted and you asked, and here are your questions. I'll start and let's just go around and around and around. Does that sound okay? Yeah, I'll start with the first me. one and then Whoever takes the next one and whoever takes the next one And we just keep going around Sound good? Sounds like a plan Works for me All right. so the first question Sheila asks And I just took these In order of how they were left As comments in their Facebook group So Sheila wants to know Have you ever been through a hurricane Or tornado while visiting? The answer Sheila Is no Well kind of We've been through a lot of rain Heavy, heavy, heavy rain Not tornado, not hurricane for me though I mean, kind of, it depends Because while oh, no. we were driving you would down You know if you were in a tornado or a hurricane 
there's well, a there's a definite you would well, definitely know it <laughs> while we were driving down i mean yeah oh, well I, but when we were driving down um the thing that we we left and we had some rain um but it cleared out pretty quickly and um we saw the aftermath of the storm that had passed through for this past trip so so oh, yeah but but it wasn't bad it wasn't bad at all so in fact i think a lot of people um maybe went somewhere or didn't want to risk it or whatever because the roads the trip down and back even was really really good so yeah mommy was worried about it though she was like listen if we get to nashville and there are trees Fayetteville. on oh, Fayetteville. if we get to some sort of ville and there are trees on the road we are turning around okay and we yeah. both agreed all right deal but we didn't have to so yep so we were okay so it was good um but anyway yeah so no i've never been to disney through a hurricane or a tornado all right i have been through many hurricanes down here on the texas gulf coast so i'm very familiar with hurricanes but yeah. I, uh, not at disney i have had several families that that are my guests that have been at disney during hurricanes matter of fact my guests that are there right now were there last year during a hurricane <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and mean, i had clients that were there last year yeah there are friends from church that were there during a hurricane yeah yep. but yeah. no i haven't no i usually try to avoid travel during hurricane season because my husband has to be here and my son has to be here because they're e1 personnel which is like you have to stay so i'm not going anywhere with them. <laughs> yeah yeah the most I've ever dealt with from a hurricane was when it flooded my school. That's a big I, deal. I wasn't there. Nobody was there. It happened overnight. Everyone oh, was that's good. fine. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But the gym was flooded. It was waist deep. And there were dead fish. Oh, God. Okay. Changing the subject. <laughs> Moving. Let's move on to the next question, shall we? Who's yeah. the next question? I'll so take the next question. Cindy writes... Will all rides at Magic Kingdom be open during Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party? And the answer to that is no, unfortunately. There are some rides, such as the Laugh Floor, that's the one that comes to mind, but there are others too. They will be closed for treat trails. And you will find some of these rides, I actually think that one of the rides closed was also the little mermaid ariel's adventures under the sea and whatnot so there's that one laugh floor comes to mind i actually even think that carousel of progress was yes open. carousel of progress country bears too a lot mm -hmm. of these rides are actually shows that will not be open mickey's Philhar magic too yeah. it was a lot of the screen shows and they were not running for the treat trails because there would be a constant flow of foot traffic through there. But I will say that for some of them, such as Mickey's not so Mickey's Philhar Magic specifically, when we passed through the theater to get our candy, it was actually playing The Wind in the Willows, which is the story mm -hmm. of Mr. Toad and his motor car mania, and also the legend of Sleepy Hollow. And I was oh, so nice. sad that I didn't stay to watch 
but yeah. we had candy c- to collect and i knew right. that i would be able to see it on disney plus so priorities. i'm okay exactly yeah. priorities but the fact that they were showing it in the treat trails in mickey's Felhar magic that was so cool that is cool that's cool thanks yeah. for sharing that yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome and then right. there are other treat trails that will happen alongside the rides like Tron had a treat trail, but it went through a different section of the queue that wasn't accessible. So everything worked out. We got to ride Tron and then we immediately went to get candy after. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brenda, next question is yours. Okay, and this is also from Cindy. What are the holiday events at Disney's Animal Kingdom this Christmas season? So let's take a look. Okay. The highlights include Merry Menagerie, Sea Discovery Island come to life with artisan sculpted puppets of Arctic animals like penguins, reindeer, foxes, and polar bears. Tree of Life Awakenings Holiday Edition. Watch in awe as the park's magnificent icon shimmers and sparkles each evening, accompanied by a heartwarming musical score. Experience begins at dusk and is subject to change. Meet favorite Disney pals at Adventurer's Outpost. Pose for a photo with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse all decked out in their holiday attire. And, of course, the seasonal decor. Discover festive trimmings and touches all around the park. So that's the special holiday stuff they're offering at Animal Kingdom Park. Thank you, Cindy, for that question. That's a great, that's a great question because I don't know that. That is. You know. We I never go to Animal Kingdom for the Christmas things. No. And maybe we should. We should. Maybe you should. We should. All right. We have one more question from Cindy. And this is kind of a tongue-in-cheek one, but she <laughs> wants to know. Who is this backstage manager and silent partner that Sophie and I keep referring to? And that would be my you. wife, Cindy's mom, or Sophie's mom, Cindy, <laughs> the person who asked the question. <laughs> yeah, I had the best answer to this question. Okay, go for it. I, I think I had the best answer. Cindy will have to be the judge, of course, that she's the backstage manager. But when she said, who is the backstage manager? I said, the association sang it best. Everyone knows it's Cindy. <laughs> I really liked my parody of We Don't Talk About Bruno. We, don't, we don't talk about, about Cindy. Cindy. No, 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 no. We don't talk about Cindy. <laughs> and why does she not want to be acknowledged? Because Cindy is extremely shy. Yes, she is. And we love her for that. Mm. We love her for everything. But she yeah. really shouldn't be so shy because she's also amazing. I'm surprised she even wrote in the question. I was amazed. <laughs> I was totally amazed when I read the question. I don't I think, think she, she expected us to, likes this. to read this question. So I might be in hot water. <laughs> if I'm not on the show next week, people, just carry on without me, okay? It's okay. I'll pick up where you left off, Daddy. But odds are, if you're in hot water, I'm in equally hot water because I'm about to really, really tick her off by saying I think she secretly likes this. I think she does too. I think she does too. We're just out in all the dirty laundry on this show, folks. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yep. Good idea, Brenda. She's like, Brenda's like, my Texas fam isn't going to get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure. The Texas fam that is states away and out of reach. That's right. Okay. Sophie, next question. 
What's for lunch, guys? I'm starving. Well, what did you have for lunch? I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on sourdough. And by the way, this is Lori asking this question. Hi, Lori. So yeah, peanut butter and jelly on sourdough, along with a little slice of the Trace Leches cake I picked up from the store last night. Yum. Yeah. I had half of a honey bacon club sandwich with Cindy <laughs> when we went partner. to lunch. <laughs> when we went to lunch. Nice. <laughs> what did you have, Aunt Brenda? I haven't had lunch yet. I just had what would be my breakfast about 15 minutes before the call. So I'm way behind today. Well, what did you have for breakfast? I had my Quest bar. I have these Quest protein bars that are like chocolate brownie. Okay. Um, they, they have a lot of protein in them, and that's what I eat usually mid-morning every day. But I, I just ran late today. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. Another question from Lori. Brenda, you want to take it? Lori asked, where is the best quail eggs? And, of course, the best quail eggs are at the chef's table at Victoria and Albert. There you go. I don't um, eat quail eggs. I don't so either. Nor do I. The only thing I could have done is Googled it to find out where quail eggs could be found. And that was the answer I had seen also. I would like to know if Lori has had the quail eggs at Victoria and Albert. So let us know. Yeah. And Lori, what do you think of them? Yep. So. Ooh, I want to answer this next question. Oh, cool. Oh, we'll both answer it, but I'll start. Okay. Okay. All right. So. What is the closest ride in Epcot? And this is one more question from Lori. And I guess the closest ride all depends on which side of Epcot you're coming in. If you're coming in from the front door, then a Spaceship Earth would be my guess for the closest ride. If you're coming in through the International Gateway, Sophie, what would be the closest ride that way? Remy's Ratatouille. And I spent a whole five minutes thinking about this question. So you know I'm right. Yeah, I but know yeah, you're right. when you think about it, that was what I was thinking too. Yeah, coming into the gates, you have either the choice to go to the UK or to go to France. And the UK does not have a ride, but France does. And that would be Remy's because it's literally on the side closest yeah. to the UK. So, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Now, maybe. Well, she said in Epcot, so Skyliner would not be the answer to this question because nor it's not the, in Epcot. Nor would the friendship boats to uh, the boardwalk and or the, the, the what about the monorail? The monorail goes into Epcot. Mm, that's true, but it's not before you scan your magic band to get into true. the park. True. So, Brenda, did we get the answer right? I. Um, I read what is the closest ride in Epcot, and I said closest to what? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't answer. I, I Closest to what? It depends on what you want to be close That's to. That's a good point. That's a good point. If you are, so if you are in Norway, just finishing your your breakfast at Akershus, closest ride is Frozen. That's right. Yeah. And if you... So, yeah, I guess that is a good point there, Brenda. But I took it to closest ride to the entrance. I'm sure so. most people probably did. And I'm not trying to be a, a smart aleck or anything. I just close. Yeah, you are. It depends on what you <laughs> want to be close to. That's true. So. Or where you are when you ask. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So good, good point, Brenda. 
All right. Next question. Sophie, take the one from Cindy. All right. Of course, you land me with the hard question that none of us have an exact answer to. But Cindy asks, when is the animation studio coming back to Hollywood Studios? What a way to play with my heartstrings there. If yeah. it were up to me, it would be coming back yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's the answer is if it were our choice, it would already be there and it wouldn't have ever left. That's right. So unfortunately, though, agree. unfortunately, though, we have no information that it will ever come back to Hollywood Studios. No, which is really a shame. Yeah, but at least you can do the Animation Academy at Animal Kingdom at yeah. Rafiki's Planet Watch. So at least we have that option. Yeah. And at so. least they did continue to make a use of that pavilion, Rafiki's Animal Planet, because like when you think about it, it was falling into disuse. And that's just sad because that's where the animal hospital is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it does get a lot of use now, I think. It so. does. It does. All right. All right, Mike, answer the next one. What's the next ride in the works? Stephanie wants to know this. This is my niece, Stephanie, who asked this question. Ooh, and I have an answer. You have an answer? I, I'm not sure if I have an answer other than to say Journey into Water by Moana or Moana's Journey into Water. But that's not really a ride, is it? Well, it's an attraction. it actually is. They are going... From what I understand, now that Moana's journey into water, the walkthrough part is nearing completion. Actually, it is finished and it was open for at least early access. And I think it's open to the public now. Not From yet. It's still only um, mm. they're doing annual preview, annual right. pass holder. The soft opening. Uh, soft opening. So it's I not see. officially open, but well, people are experiencing it. Yes. yes. Well, this is potentially cheese whiz. I'm not quite sure if this is real cheese or not. I heard that they are going to be redoing the Seas Pavilion with Nemo and friends to be an actual ride to complement this new Moana attraction. Oh, that's weird. That's it's what not I even heard. By it. I mean, it's not like right next to it or anything. It's not but, right you know, next you never to know. it, but it is fairly close to it because, yeah. you know, it's close to the land and the land is close to the seas. It's right there. Yeah. 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 So, attached to it. Yeah. You never know. So but Stephanie, if you're looking for a real answer... Mm. We Sorry. may not have a real answer. But I but do. I was, oh, you do? Okay, go ahead. Tiano's Bio Adventure, Daddy. How did you forget about that? I have no idea. I think because it's not open yet. and I had, It's not uh, even near open yet. That's why. No, but we <laughs> yeah. saw the construction work for it. They even yeah. got the water tower. Yeah. yeah. So, good, good, good job, Sophie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that would be the next one, Stephanie. Is that what yeah. is that what you have in your list, Stephanie? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, sorry to take over that question, Daddy. No, it was supposed to be your question. Um, okay, so this one would be for Brenda. 
Okay, Kim, this is from Kim. Thank you, Kim, for sending in your question. Is there really an underground world in Disney World? Well, I'm hoping that the underground world you're talking about is the actual property world and not the rumored human trafficking world. Um, so I'm going to go with the regular underground, which is the Utilidors world. And I'll tell you what I learned on my Keys to the Kingdom tour when I took the Keys to the Kingdom tour. There is not an underground world, but there is a Utilidor where all the operations happen. Mm -hmm. However, that is actually the first level. It is not underground. That is level one. Mm -hmm. And the park was built on level two yeah yeah and it was done that way deliberately because right. the property was a lot of swamp property and they had to fill it in and everything like that yeah mm -hmm. so it's Good. kind of under it seems like it's underground since it's under the level two but yeah good job brenda there's a lot that goes on down there oh yeah, yeah. and i want in yeah i don't blame you all right <laughs> who's taking the next question sophie you or i and i think we all will have an answer we will all have an answer but i've been hogging the questions recently so with uh, a heavy heart i will give it to you okay i'll read the question it's another question from kim and she said if you only had one day which park would you choose and why and I am going to give the Magic Kingdom as my answer, which might be all of our answers. I don't know. Why is because it's the original from 1971, and it has the most rides, and it has the most experiences that draw on my heartstrings. And so that's why. Um, if I had to choose a second park, I'm not going to, because then I might take Sophie's answer. <laughs> <laughs> so well you know what it's okay because i am not worried about us taking each other's answers aunt brenda you go next i said the magic kingdom because it fills my soul with joy and happiness there you go Aww. pretty much well, like mine's answer <laughs> well dang now i'm being the oddball out because i believe that absence makes the heart grow fonder and i have not been to hollywood studios or animal kingdom in over two trips now and i'm a little bit upset uh -oh. it's been since last year mm -hmm. so if i had to choose between one or the other because i really am missing them right now i would choose hollywood studios because it has that 1950s glamour type vibe to it and i am a 1950s girly at heart i really really like the 50s there you go good I, job i thought you were going to say epcot and that's why i didn't say epcot for the second park for me well but, go right ahead so well i just did <laughs> <laughs> all right well that those are great answers by all of us if i if i say so if i could say so um brenda this is your question oh this is from kim too does mickey come to the parks every day yeah they well, does he? they are mickey's parks yeah 
And yes, I'm pretty yes. sure does he, he does. ever leave is the question. Does he ever leave? I don't think so. I think he lives. That's his park. That's that's his home. Yeah. I think yeah. he uses Walt's apartment in the fire station. Walt's apartment in the fire been... station is at Disneyland. Walt's apartment at Magic Kingdom is above Town the Hall. castle. I thought. Now that's the no, very I think he stays exclusive at Town Hall castle all the time. Walt's okay. apartment in Disney World is at Town Hall, yeah. But yeah, he's in every parade, it feels like. You you can meet him there. Every day. And you know what? That's Disney magic for you because he's in at least four places at once. Yeah. He he is magic. Yeah. All right. Next question I'm going to take. And Stephanie asks, would Walt be proud of all that's been done? And that's kind of a loaded question. (laughs) You could take it however you like. But I'm going to focus on the parks. Okay. And I think, by and large, I think Walt would be proud of his parks. I think, I think so he too. would he would be proud that the Magic Kingdom is what it is and that the magic is there and that the concept of going underneath the train tracks and entering into a production with your cast members and everything, I think he would be proud of all that. And um and I think he would like, even though it wasn't exactly what he wanted with Epcot, I think the way that Epcot was developed, I think would be something that he would be into. And I also think that he would really like one man's dream over mm-hmm. at Hollywood studios. And I think the whole animal kingdom and having a Savannah that's bigger than the magic kingdom is. He would I love think, and that. the conservation and the care. For yeah. The and I think all that would just speak exactly to what Walt was trying to do. Yeah, we all know that the Magic Kingdom was really a love letter to Walt from his brother. The Magic Kingdom is definitely something he would be proud of, but I think the other four parks, he would love them too. I do. Now, as for the movies, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay, next question. Okay, this one's for me. Yes, it this is. This one's for me. And Lori, I love you. I do. But I'm beginning to think that this question of yours was a trick. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> because Lori said, Fit to Run has three things to eat. Name three. And for those of you who don't know what Fit to Run is, because I didn't to start, it is a store in Disney Springs that caters to athletic wear and running shoes. I think this was her way of tricking daddy and me to get into a store like that. I genuinely think this was her trying to tell us to exercise more. No way. I think she was asking it as a trivia question. I think so too. Well, either way, I have pictures of their food stock right here can i and talk while, is... you, while you talk also yes go right ahead i want to tell lori that 
this question garnered so much interest that Sophie and Sheila and Jagan and Randy and Cindy all went to Disney Springs to find this store and to Cute. see what was in there and so, took pictures and sent them to me to say, hey, this is what's in this store, just so we could have an actual answer. Because I Googled it and I didn't see anything that said anything about what what things and to eat they would have <laughs> exactly and keep in mind this was on a saturday night disney springs was completely packed and this not only true. that fit to run was originally in this one place and aunt sheila was like i know where that is follow me i'll take you there she took us to the place where it was before and she's like it's supposed to be right here and i'm like let's check the map so we checked the map she had taken us in the completely wrong direction it was the it old location. There. It was the yeah. old location. They ended up they ended up eating they got their Wheaties in that day. Mm -hmm. But, but anyway, to answer yeah. the question, <laughs> it was a little rectangular rack up against the wall. So there were three sides to it, and I took three pictures, and I'm going to name something from each one. On side one, we have Barcliff granola bars of varying flavors on side two we have honey stinger energy chews of varying flavors and on side three we have exact chocolate wafer bars of varying flavors so there is your answer i was severely disappointed i thought it was going to be like an energy shake bar or something you got my hopes up yeah all right next question lori had a lot of questions she did and we love her but that last question was uncalled for <laughs> the next question i'll take and I, and it said where can you get a vegan cheeseburger and i'm going to tell you lori there's actually a lot of places where you can start to get vegan cheeseburgers and i looked though and the one that seemed to stand out the most was the deluxe burger located at, also at disney springs and i've eaten the, i've eaten a regular cheeseburger at, at deluxe burger and it's really really good um i have not tried the vegan cheeseburger but um have you let me know i i don't know if you've had it or not but i'd be curious to see what you think of it um as for me I like the regular cheeseburgers a lot, and I think they would probably do a pretty good vegan one as well. So, all uh, right, then that's a good one. All right, all right, Aunt Brenda, is it your turn, or do you want me to take this one because I had to Google the answer? Um, I will probably take this one because I think you should take the next one. And this one is from Lori also. How many people fit on the rafts legally? And I'm assuming she's talking about Cali River Rapids rafts and they will seat 12. Oh, I thought she was talking about the Tom Sawyer rafts. I don't wow. know what she's talking about. I did it to be Cali River. So maybe do you know mm -hmm. the answer on the as far as the top? Seemed like on Tom Sawyer raft, it would depend on this weight and size of people more than. Yeah, yeah, it would. But I found that the answer, according to Mouse Planet, for Tom Sawyer rafts to and from the island is approximately 70 people. Wow. They fit a lot. 
because you well, just stand whether it. no matter which way she meant it she got an answer got <laughs> there two. you go Lori. <laughs> <laughs> all right sophie you take the next question where can you find graves and or headstones at walt disney world the answer is easy and i think she's pandering to make up for that fit to run question for me <laughs> <laughs> the haunted mansion my beloved final resting place yeah just wait there's gonna be a gravestone somewhere in there and it's gonna have something that rhymes with sophie i don't know exactly what it is yet but trophy sounds like a topic idea Ooh, trophy trophy sounds Here like a topic idea sophie her head was pretty enough to be a trophy that's right there you go hmm. or what we do is we each come up with a headstone epitaph for oh, the haunted that mansion. Fun. For each of us. That would be fun. Stop! I'm going to draw that if you're not careful. <laughs> that would we'll, be so much. Fun. We'll put that on our things to do later down the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Okay. Lori also wants to know. She has two questions left. And I'll take this next one. And she wants to know what are the best mocktails? Ooh. And a mocktail, of course, is a cocktail without alcohol. Am I correct mm -hmm. on that? That's right. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to say that I have no idea because I don't drink mocktails. I don't drink cocktails very often. So I'm going to. I'm going to talk about the cocktail that Sophie had at Ohana, which Ooh. was the, what was it? The, what was it called? The, it was the, with the lava. That pina, was the, the pina, pina Colava. Colava. Yes, yeah. it was. And that was a cocktail. Yep. With raspberry in it. It was a regular pina colada with rum and a little bit of raspberry jam inside or something and it was good i tried a taste of it sophie got it it was her it was her second alcoholic drink when she turned 21 but it was the one she liked best of the two that she had i bought her that drink yes you did. thank I you if they left the rum out if it would be a mocktail though can it, i know some absolutely. drinks they can leave the alcohol out at some they can't so I don't oh know. yeah I've but i would have presumed they could yeah mm -hmm. so you know what my answer to that is the pina colava mocktail <laughs> the virgin pina colava yep me i actually know quite a bit about mocktails because leading up to my 21st birthday i was like it's coming it's coming it's coming i want to prepare myself by trying all these drinks even though they don't have alcohol in them and that will probably change the taste drastically and i was right yes you were <laughs> i was yeah. very right but my favorite one and this is the one that just comes to mind. It was actually from the Hollywood Brown Derby in Hollywood Studios. And it was called the Sunset Boulevard. And it consisted of pineapple juice, um, pink lemonade, and a little bit of the grenadine syrup that's not alcoholic, obviously, for those of you who are wondering. And when I got it, I thought it was going to turn out this very pretty orange color. It actually came to me and it was sky blue. And it oh. was very, <laughs> but it was very nice. 
it was very, very yummy. And that's the one that comes to mind off the top of my head. Yeah, I forgot when you ordered that. I didn't try yeah. it, so I don't know if it was yeah. good. But if you I liked found... it, that's what mattered because it was your drink. Mm -hmm. And so. I found a, um, I found a picture of one of my drinks from Oga's Cantina, but I can't for the life of me remember its name. But it had these popping pearls in it, and it wasn't alcoholic. I didn't drink that day. It had these popping pearls in it, and they were just so juicy. It honestly felt like I was drinking a drink that had Gushers fruit snacks in it. It was yummy. Yeah. Nice. You know, that's a good analogy, the Gushers fruit snacks. I remember that drink because mm -hmm. I remember having some of it or having my own of it. And, it, and to me, it was like little grapes. Yeah. I but think they, it was called the Carbon Freeze or something. Or that might have been yours. I don't remember, but we we both got different things and tried them both when we were at when we were at Oga's Cantina that time. Along with Oga's obsession, which was that delicious. Brenda told us about. Oh, oh my gosh, that was so, so good. good. That was so good, and it was so good that the people at our table were like, "What is that?" And we were talking <laughs> about it. And they liked it so much they ordered their own. So mm -hmm. Disney, you're welcome. Yep, mm -hmm. we're over here drumming up service for you, drumming yep. up business. That was a sale. Right. That was Line a sale. in your pockets. Send it our way. <laughs> Give us credit. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, that was that is a good question. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. Brenda, you take the next question. Okay, this one is also from Lori. It says, "Where would you live at Walt Disney World if you could?" Well, Cinderella Castle, of course. You would you would have that room all to yourself. You oh, and for Butch sure. And oh, yeah. Feel like contests? No one wins that contest. Oh, it's my I room. I love it. Huh? <laughs> I would love it. Oh gosh. All right, you know Sophie. What? Where would you live? I'm gonna be honest. So there are two ways that I could take this question. The one, obviously, is where in the parks. And of course, I would say Haunted Mansion. Okay. But there's just one issue with that. Haunted Mansion is a popular ride. And so there would be constantly foolish mortals coming in and out of my house. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that's, true. that's not the best thing for me. Yeah. And plus, I don't quite like sharing my attic space with an axe-wielding murderess. So What's wrong with you? Listen, I, I love Constance. I do, but I worry that she might think I'm trying to steal her men. Now that could happen. Exactly. So instead, I'm just going to choose myself one of the rooms in Pop Century, actually. I quite like Pop Century a lot. I'd get sick of Pop Century. Oh, suit yourself. And if not Pop Century, I guess I would take one of the cabins at Fort Wilderness in the winter, maybe when there are no mosquitoes. No. You know what I would choose if I was choosing a resort? Mm -hmm. What would you choose? I would choose a either a yeah, I would choose a theme park view room of either from either the contemporary or Bay Lake Tower. You know, like maybe the maybe Bay Lake Tower three bedroom grand villa with a theme park view, yeah, where I can sit on the balcony and just look at the park all night Eat long. Juju beads, yeah, 
eat Sophie's candy corn <laughs> while she eats my black licorice jelly beans. That's right. Daddy. You know what? But that's Over... what I would do if I was living on at a resort. But you know, for me, I'm gonna be living at Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. And it'd be really cool because I wouldn't care if people are coming through my house because they don't have access to my bedroom, you know? Well, yeah. So I'd be okay because I'd be out, you know, walking around the parks. And then after the after the fireworks, I'd go up to my bedroom and say goodnight to everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, you know, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Yeah, I still think that that Pop Century would be a good one to stay at, though, because you know me. I do like to cook, but it's not something I do every night. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was a great question. It was. Lori's the MVP. She came up with the most questions, I think. Yeah. So we have two questions left. Sophie, you take Chandler's first question. Okay. I will take the second question, and Brenda will will help me as well, and we'll all help each other on these. But yeah, you read it. Go ahead, Soph. Well, Chandler writes. She has two questions, and she's the last of our he. two. He. Sorry, I was thinking Chandler as in one of Jagan's friends. Um, Chandler writes. What is your favorite Walt Disney World restroom? And that is such a hard question to ask because I love so many of their restrooms. They're so nice and clean. And you know what? I have to say that my favorite restroom is actually going to be the one next to the tent where the food and wine festival is. It's not accessible year round, but when it is, it is huge. It's huge. There will never, ever, ever be a line for that restroom. I guarantee you it's out of the way. So people don't know it's there except for signs pointing them to it. And I, th I think yeah. that one is only there this time because they're working on the ones at the UK. I think it's there all the time. It's just that it's not always accessible and they are working at the ones on the in the UK. But this one, it's so big, Daddy. It is okay. so big, and it definitely doesn't look like something that's only temporary. Okay. All right. Brenda, do you have an answer? Uh, well, kind of. I, my favorite restroom area is definitely Tangled. Well, yeah. But my favorite restroom is the one in Toy Story Land that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. It is so cute. It has crayons and it, it is just so colorful and bright and it's so cute. You Good. know what? Fair enough. Good. You know, I have two answers. The first answer is that my favorite bathroom is the one that's closest to where I am when I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but that's not my full answer. The second answer is that I like a bathroom. And of course, I'm a guy. Guys don't have to deal with the lines as much as the girls do, unfortunately. It's just a fact of life. And it is what it is. But for me, one of the quietest bathrooms as far as use goes in my opinion 
is the one next to the Cheshire cat. That's you know, it's scary. kind of back up a little bit, and it seems like it's never yeah. very, very busy. You have so, to know about that one. That's so to me, that's an out-of-the-way bathroom. That's true. But that's I like the true. tangled bathroom area from the area, yes. you know, and seeing it all. Um, and another option is also the bathroom over um, just after Carousel Progress. Back behind yes. Club 626. That's and that, that used to be a smoking area, but it's not anymore. Thank so, God. Which is good. Yeah. So it's it's just a great bathroom now. And that's just a nice area as well. So, But I like the one next to Cheshire Cat. Yeah. And you know what, Daddy? The more I think about it, the, realize, the more I realize I also like the bathroom in the Liberty Tree Tavern. Just because of the way it's positioned. Liberty Square, as we know is infamous for not having any bathrooms because it's being historically accurate. Mm -hmm. The only one that you can access from Liberty Square is in the Liberty Tree Tavern. And what it will do is it will take you up the stairs to the second floor where there's no dining area. And then it will take you down this super long hallway that doesn't feel like it should be there. But at the end of that hallway is the men's and the ladies' rooms. And the reason why it's like that is because when you go down that hallway, you will actually be right above one of the shops in Main Street. So you're no longer in Liberty Square when you're using that bathroom. There you it's go. Small. It there is quite small. Right too small. I know, but at the same time, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it like, is. Once you know why it's like that, it's very funny. Yeah. All right. Last question of the feature topic. And this is also from Chandler. And he wrote, when you wake up in the morning, what is the first Disney-related thing you think of? And I actually have a multi-part answer to this question. Because as a travel agent, if I'm waking up really early, yep, it's generally because <laughs> I'm doing dining for my client. That's right. Time <laughs> to so, make the dining reservations. So I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about the reservations that we need to make <laughs> and what order they need to be made in. <laughs> yep. So that's part one. Part two is... Usually, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but we usually record in the morning on the Wednesday before the air, we air the episode. Mm -hmm. and that's not always a given because of work schedules, but that's what we try to stick to. And so if it's a podcast recording day, then I'm thinking about making sure that the show notes are ready. The cheddar has been collected that I've got my who's who character to try and stump the soap with, you know, those sorts of things, all those important you know? things. Um, but other than that, if, if it's just a regular day where we're getting up to go to work, I don't often think of Disney first thing because we wake up to our Christian radio station. That's what wakes us up. So now that depends daddy, because I know for a fact that when I have an early shift, in the mornings, like say 5 a.m., mm -hmm. I know that you tell me that you set your alarm to whistle while you work from right. Snow White. That's true. If I'm waking up really early to get Sophie out, to get Sophie up, 
um, or to or to take Sophie to work because she gets herself up. Really? Then then it plays whistle by you whistle while you work. Yeah. And I will tell you if I'm really tired and that alarm goes off, that is so blaring and it scares me awake. <laughs> <laughs> I I did the exact same so- thing with myself in middle school when I had this alarm clock that had a DVD player in it. Well, CD player, not DVD. And I would play my copy of Hamilton on that alarm clock. And I always had it set to history has its eye on you. And every time I heard that opening chord on the piano, I was like, I despise this song. Why do I listen to this song first thing in the morning? (sighs) So. So anyway, that's. That's my answer. Brenda. Minus dining Sophie? reservations. I mean, in the yeah. time to make the dining yeah. reservations. It's like the time to make the donuts commercial that used to be on the TV all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes when I wake up in the morning, I'll grab my phone and my earbuds and play some song or whatever to get myself up. And oftentimes what I'll find is I'm actually going to go to YouTube to find my songs and I'll have a tab open from whatever song I was listening to the night before as I was going to bed and recently I've noticed a trend back to elemental there's this song from the movie called steal the show and I quite like the sound of it so that's the first thing when I think of in the morning there you go Disney songs there you go good answer everyone great questions people yay we appreciate it too yeah thanks for chiming in that was a lot of fun it was fun do it again yeah we'll do it again down the road and we'll see how many of the same questions we get never know we never know but anyway it is time for this day in disney history for september 11th and, and I got something good. Sophie has some good history. Okay, Sophie, take it away. All right, then. September 11th, 1934. The actor and comedian Ian Abercrombie is born in Essex, England. He voiced Chancellor Palpatine slash Darth Sidious in the 2008 film The Clone Wars the television continuation, and the two spin-off video games, Star Wars The Clone Wars Republic Heroes and Star Wars The Clone Wars Lightsaber Duels. Fans of Disney Channel's Wizards of Waverly Place know him as Professor Crumbs. He is best known for playing Justin Pitt, Elaine Bin's boss, during the sixth season of Seinfeld, Abercrombie also appeared in an episode of ABC's Desperate Housewives. Wow. Nice. Well, happy birthday. That's right. Happy birthday. And for all of our listeners, you know, of course, our hearts are with other people that have history on September 11th. But yeah. Yeah. They always never forget. They always will be. That's right. Mm -hmm. You never forget. Sophie was. Sophie was just a wee, wee, wee baby. Yeah. And I was home when it happened, and Cindy called, and we, I, I watched. I know. I was at work and terrified that my kids were at school. I couldn't get to them, and our hearts will always remember. I mean. Yeah. And on a brighter note, though, tomorrow 
September 12th is Meemaw's birthday, right, Yay! Sophie? Yep, my grandmother's birthday. Happy birthday! Do you birthday! want to sing birthday to her? Do you think she would like that? Sing it, honey. Well, she'll like right. it because you're thinking of her. All right, then. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mima. Happy birthday to you. Yay. And many more. Yay! Yes. Happy birthday, Mima. Yeah, happy birthday, Mom. She's 81 tomorrow. She doesn't look it. She looks like she's in her early 70s. Yeah. All right. It is time for Stump the Soap, also dun, dun, known dun. as the Disney Who's Who character. <laughs> so clue number one is that this character is a queen. The evil queen? No. Okay. These next clues will prove why it's not. Because this character <laughs> is loyal and brave. It's not Queen Eleanor. We've already talked about her. Okay. You're right. Is this Elsa? No. That's a good guess, though. But it's not Elsa. Is it Anna? No. Okay. Okay. This. So. This queen's husband dies. This queen's husband dies. She's not the evil queen. She's loyal, brave. And she looks after the welfare of the other subjects. Because the new king is not a good king. Sarabi. That's right, Sarabi. Very good. Yes, from the Lion King. Yep, Sarabi. Very good. Was it the that last bit that gave it to you, Sophie? Was yeah, it? I I felt like I was getting close to it, but that was the tipping point. Yeah. Did you yeah, know Aunt Brenda? I knew when he said the last clue, the very oh. last one, because I knew it was Scar, but I did not before that. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Very good. Good job, Sophie. Good job, Brenda. <laughs> good job, Mike. Here. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh boy. All right. All time right, for a Brenda. little bit of Walt. A little bit of Walt. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a little caveat about this because even though this is part of the Dis Disney Institute's like philosophy that they teach every single new cast member. I am not positive that Walt actually said this in these very words or not. Okay. But I'm going to represent it as a Walt Disney quote because it came from the values that are Walt Disney values that they teach to every new employee. Mm -hmm. The first rule is we create happiness, but the second is right behind it. Everyone picks up trash. Yeah. Whether it's your job or not. That's right. Because he did. It is everyone's job. He was job. the best example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I don't know if he said it exactly like that, but you're right. It's it is a staple. It is a staple of who Walt Disney was. Right. So. All right. Well, that, my friends, wraps us up for this week. Next week, we are taking just a little bit of a look. Um, We're going to call it a planning trip. It's kind of like, you know, like a if you could, what would you do kind of thing. So we have unlimited budgets. Nice. We are planning a three night stay at Walt Disney World. Where will you stay? Where will you eat? And stuff like that. What part of the dreamers trip? It's a dreamer trip. There you go. Exactly. You know, we're going to use some reasoning here because I know that Brenda lives in Cinderella's castle. But in this, for this exercise, she can't say I'm living in Cinderella's castle because she couldn't book Cinderella's castle. That's right. And or I couldn't say it because I can't book it because it belongs to Brenda. Oh, right? That's right. But anyway, so we're just having a dreamers trip. We're planning a three night stay at Walt Disney World. Where do you go? <sighs> three what do you eat? Enough. Okay. That's the thing. We have unlimited budget, but we don't have unlimited time, which is exactly. The whole thing. And that's that's the way it works, though, isn't it? Yeah. So, I'm just glad to have unlimited budget. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that is unlimited our topic budget. next week. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Well, until then, we hope you all have a great week. I'm Mike. She's Sophie. That's Brenda. He's Grogu. And we will see, see you on, on the road. road. Bye, everyone. Oh, oh man, no. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>